We need to understand that our land will be passed down to our sons and daughters and the next generations. Therefore, we need to keep the land healthy for the future. How we will leave it to the next generation in 40-50 years from now is fundamental. Agriculture needs to be viewed in this way. My name is Massimo Biondi and I have been an organic and biodynamic farmer in Cesena, in Italy, since the 1980s. I took on the role of managing our family farm and orchards, which is a member of Apple Fruit Group. Soil, from every point of view, describes what we are. The soil makes us and builds a society. It's also gastronomy, because almost all of what we eat comes from the ground. For organic farmers, the work on the field can also be seen primarily as a mission rather than a job especially in this historical moment, which is characterized by the serious problems of the climate change, pollution and soil impoverishment that have become a challenge for all of us. But what do we refer to when we talk about organic? This is The Organic Recipe, the podcast created by Made in Nature that explores the world of organic agriculture discovering the stories, the research, and the people involved in this huge transformation of our habits. When we first met Massimo Biondi, we were at his farm, situated on the hills around Cesena, one of the cities near the Adriatic coast in Italy. They were harvesting organic peaches. Everything around us seemed to be immersed in a sort of peace, surrounded by the scents of fruit, the sound of birds and flying insects. A place which felt alive and where everything seemed in perfect harmony. Organic does not mean an agriculture left to its own devices, but in reality, it is a very precise farming method. When I started following the organic farming method, I didn't think I would be able to have products which would be able to sell as well as the standard produce you saw in the shops at the time. Now the problems are different, and a lot has changed radically. You have to have such a precise attention, and sometimes that's not even enough. I've seen it especially in recent years, when the climate has become drier and simultaneously very humid. When it rains, it can raise for three days straight, but other times it doesn't rain for at least two months. I must say that I have been able to monitor the changes quite closely during these exaggerations of seasonality. I have seen the soil changing and improving, and I noticed that the plants adapt to these particular moments in a better way. This is because the plant finds more balance in an agronomic approach that involves the coexistence of many species, allowing the plant to develop stronger roots, more porous soil, and better earth. I just have to make sure to respect it by not stepping on the ground when it is wet, not doing too much work because otherwise it could cause oxidation and so on. Agriculture is one of the answers for the irreparable changes that the planet is experiencing. Farmers act as guardians for the soil's fertility 
preserving biodiversity and helping the ecosystem to become richer and healthier. One of the most used and most ancient practices to obtain these results in organic farming is a crop called green manure, where specific plants and crop varieties are sown to help improve the ground's quality. These herbs restore the nitrogen, which is fundamental to the other plant's health. And furthermore, they prevent soil drainage, erosion, and encourage carbon sequestration. The green manure is a technique that I have developed during the years and consists of planting a different variety of plants in the middle of orchards, legumes such as peas and beans, and the so-called nitrogen-fixing plants. This helps to avoid using fertilizer, because while these plants grow, they will take nitrogen from the air, which passes through the soil and into the roots. The green manure allows us to have the most fundamental thing in organic agriculture, which is biodiversity, both above and below the ground. Underground is linked to diverse colonies of bacteria and microorganisms. And above ground, the plants attract different types of useful and pollinating insects. This is something which can be visible or microscopic, but it is actually what binds the whole system of organic agriculture. We have to make a compromise between a productive orchard and at the same time an ecosystem that has to sustain itself autonomously, and this is one way we can achieve it. Being an organic farmer, like Massimo Biondi, seems to be more than a job. It certainly involves a lot of hard work, continually monitoring the orchards, studying the scientific and technological innovation to get an even better production. But in some ways, it involves establishing a constant symbiotic relationship between nature and the plants. We work 12 months a year, from the winter pruning, when you put your heart and soul into deciding which branches to cut, to the phase of the so-called fruit thinning, Fruit thinning is a fundamental manual practice to balance out the plant, specifically because stone fruit trees tend to produce too many fruits. We need to select the three or four best fruits from each branch when they are still small, which is a crucial phase to allow the product to reach the final ripening period. Spring is the most critical phase because everything begins to blossom so you need to monitor the appearance of the fungus and harmful insects. It is a daily observation. The more time you pass on the field, the more you feel fondness or warmth towards it. Even just seeing a bud starting to bloom fills me with joy. Observing the fruit that will be harvested means that we have to manage the irrigation correctly. We consult the humidity in the air every day, this is very important because it allows us to understand when and at what intervals the plants need to be watered. Not only to save water, but also because if you water too much, or at the wrong intervals, it will compact the soil, which would then damage its fertility and hummus. Even if, in organic agriculture, a small group of naturally sourced fertilizers are admitted, such as minerals or propolis, Biondi has decided to not use or to limit them as much as possible in order to let the ground's fertility flourish. 
conventional agriculture can be a little easier than organic because it uses all suitable fertilizers to allow the plant to adapt well to the environment. This makes the plant stronger and able to support more fruits on every branch. An important use of fertilizer and a lot of water make the plant more likely to get sick because of more insects and fungus, because it has, for example, weaker bark around the tree. This happens because of the use of other products, such as fungicides and so on. These products solve the problem in most cases, but they sterilize the microbial world and they no longer enrich the soil, which then causes the biosystems to break down and therefore the soil cracks, becoming increasingly dry. Working in an organic farm, you become aware of the fact that the orchard is not something that exploits the soil and depletes it of its nutrients. Producing in this way does not exploit the soil, but over the years we have seen it consistently improve, knowing that tomorrow the orchard will always be better than today. In my opinion, this is an aspect that from the complete agroecological point of view of sustainability is at the top of the pyramid. There are no other methods in sustainable agriculture. This aspect is fundamental for providing great soil fertility and carbon sequestration. The soil fertility that is maintained must be respected and it will steadily improve over the years. Change is a matter of acts. Biondi, together with 3.1 million farmers in the world, decided to take matters into their own hands and defend the planet's health. They are part of an organic movement which is at times complex and difficult. By choosing their produce, the farmers take us on a journey from their fields where the products are grown straight to our fork. Wendell Berry, one of the pioneers in the organic movement, emphasizes this message when he wrote that eating is, first of all, an agricultural act. You've been listening to The Organic Recipe the podcast brought to you by Made in Nature and produced by R.P. Cercuiti, narrated by Eleanor Robinson and written by Francesco Pataccini. The sound director was Pasquale Cicciriello and the supervision was by Lorenzo Pasquinelli with the help of Silvia Lesi. Made in Nature is a project funded by the European Union and CSO Italy. The project's aim is to promote the values of organic agriculture in Italy, France, Germany and Denmark. Discover more about the project at madeinnature.org or visit our social networks. For narrative reasons, some interviews in the podcast have been dubbed from the mother tongue of the interviewee to English with their consent. <laughs>